With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light, yeah. Relationships are not my forte. <laughs> See if someone grabbed up my wife for saying completely different ballgame. I'll walk away from me, and this has been like a therapy session. This is Umar Ahmed Fry, Phil TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined by Gareth A. Davis. It was a, a shame you weren't over in Dubai, Gareth. Uh, why weren't you there? Because I think I'd had enough of it after the press conference at Bethnal Green. No, um, no, I, I, I just worked the press conference um, with uh, Andy Shepard and then wasn't doing the event itself. But obviously there was a lot of clickbait going on. I noticed the scraps in the street, the water being thrown, John Fury's shirt coming off in the ring, Tommy after victory, obviously not making weight and calling Jake Paul into the ring. I don't, he, he had a little bit of terror in his eyes, didn't he? Well, Old Jake Paul. Well, let, let's talk about firstly Tommy Fury and Paul Bamber, which didn't happen. Uh, you said that, that Tommy didn't make weight. According to him in his contract, he did make weight. What do you make of the fact there was two different contracts? Yeah, and that was obviously a cock up on the on the on the promotional side because you know why would he be lying about it? They kept him on the bill, um, and whatever it was, he'd had to make the weight twenty four hours earlier or something. Mm-hmm. Was that right? Um, yeah, poor old Paul Bamber, really. You know, um, you know, because I mean they squared off and it looked quite interesting and all of that, and you know, just you know, it, it, it is what it is. This this thing with youtubers and mayweather and um you know the crossover it's a very gray area on this card with some boxers and some youtubers and it's the gray area that we don't really know about yet and a lot of us are a little bit tentative about you know Mm. um because where does the celebrity 
YouTube white collar boxing end and where does the boxing actually begin true boxing and and it's there's a bit of a spectrum there at the moment I think what what did uh, what about um Tommy Fury well he needs to make his mind up whether he's a real boxer or or he's going to have these kind of exhibition bouts really and be involved in that group and fight Jake Paul I mean it's certainly set up for that now isn't it but surely that's uh, a fight even hardcore fans are going to be have a slight interest in any ways, Tommy Fury and Jake Paul, because it's been going on for such a long time now. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it's it's a big rubbernecking car crash collision. That's what it is. Um, you know, Jake Paul is a has a huge draw. Um, Tommy Fury has a huge draw. Put them together, and it's it's a massive fight. Unless Mayweather decides to have an exhibition against Jake Paul, because that's possible as well. <laughs> But, but it, you know, it's still a big fight in terms of what numbers and eyeballs it'll draw to it, Tommy Fury against Jake Paul. I think it's going to happen because there's money in it, no mm. question. And then, and it's no, you know, it's not a surprise that Jake Paul's out there. It's just a surprise he wasn't prepared to step into the ring afterwards. I don't think I would if I was Jake Paul. <laughs> well, uh, Jake Paul did address um, the situation with Tommy Fury and he put a post out to Frank Warren saying that, you guys have seven days as of yesterday uh, to get this deal over the line. Do you believe it happens? Well, they're used to people setting deadlines, aren't they, at Queensbury? Um, <laughs> their main star likes to set a deadline. Um, do I think it happens? Maybe not at the moment, but if they do get it over the line, great. they got bigger fish to fry right now in terms of... Well, I mean, it's, it's still a fight that sells, so if they can get it over the line, great. But... Um, you know, they they jumping onto another subject. They need to sort out Fury and Usyk at the moment. You know that that that's the key, frankly, um, and not really wait till after December the third, in my view, when Fury's out against Chisora. Um, I hope that doesn't get pulled, but it might be. I'm not suggesting it is going to be pulled, by the way. But um, you know that that situation with the IBF and Flip Hergovich and Alexander Usyk may well hasten that fight being organised in the Middle East. They need to get it organised anyway, Umar, because to, by December the 3rd, we want to know what's going on because they'll have Christmas and they're going to camp, won't they? Mm. You know? All right, let's jump on to that then. So uh, co-promoters of uh, Philip Hergovich, Callis Elland and Eddie Hearn both put out statements saying that the IBF uh, are going to proceed with immediate purse bids for um, Usyk and Hergovich. Uh, what's your understanding of what the IBF are going to do with Philip Hergovich. Is that is that the case? Well, I mean, look, they've got their rules and they've set their rules and, and Usyk needs to make a defence. I think it's 90 days, isn't it? Um, so they're pushing through with that. Um, no surprise that Callis Sowland and Eddie Hearn are jumping on. If they can get in the way of that, because they don't make any money out of Fury and Usyk fighting, no surprise that they're jumping uh, into the, you know, into the camp there and trying to um, rattle the cage, if you like. Um Bottom line, really, is if Usyk doesn't want to fight Hergovic, he'd much rather fight Fury. We know who the number one and the number two in the world are, and it's Fury and Usyk right now. So, um, stroke Wilder. So, you know, they, they, you know they, they just get the fight done. Even if they haven't got the IBF belt, if they haven't got any belts, that doesn't actually matter. Let's get that fight on, then we know who the number one is. Um, the belts are in the way of this in some ways. And I think, obviously, if the fight's signed, and it may not be till December the 3rd or after December the 3rd, then 
you know, or it might be behind the scenes and then they announce it um, on the Monday or the Tuesday, the, the 5th or the 6th. Um, you know, all well and good, but, you know, saying that the, the, the news out there that Joshua is going to be fighting for a world title soon as well, he needs to win a fight. You know, have you seen that about Joshua could be in the mix as well and he needs to win a fight first mm. and he's not going to fight till next year. Um, I cannot imagine that Usyk wants to fight Flip Hergovic rather than than Tyson Fury. It's a huge money fight. We know the Middle East are interested, or they were at least a few weeks ago. We know it's scheduled for late February, early March. Um, and that's what they're talking about. So we just have to see how this plays out over the next couple of weeks. But of course, the, the undisputed would trump the mandatory anyway. If that if they said, no, 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 the fight's signed. If both camps come out and say, no, no, we're signed and it's going ahead, that would trump the mandatory. Yeah, I mean, that is my understanding as well, that um, undisputed fights and, you know, unifications always uh, trump mandatories. But we know the IBF are very strict, Gareth. So do you think it might be different with them? It might be, but people have dropped belts before to go ahead and have a fight. As I said, the IBF title on the line would be great, but it doesn't need to be on the line because we all know that it's for the undisputed title or the lineal title we know so i think the ibf are missing out by by pushing this i think obviously what they're having to, they've had to do is wait what would it be it'd be eight months with the title not being defended wouldn't it so because joshua um he wasn't the mandatory in that second fight in that sequel and there was a year between if you think about it mm. almost a year in between so um there, there's been no chance for their mandatory for a long time and I mean, a lot of us thought Flip Hergovic lost to um, the big Chinese lummox out there on that night as the as the co-main event. But, you know, um, I think Flip Hergovic and, and Usyk is an interesting fight. Um, but I think Usyk wins that as well. If Usyk does drop the belt, I think we both know that Tyson won't really care. He's had his previous issues with the IBF straight after the Klitschko fight. So yeah, 16 days. They only held it for 16 days afterwards. I think that was because they hadn't applied, by the way, um, at the time, um, to keep the belt. Some, If you look back in history, obviously it's seven years ago. Um, but yeah, it was... It was. It, he's always felt hard done by by the IBF, hasn't he, over that? And he, and he talks quite openly and outwardly about that. But they, they were pretty uh, stringent on him at the time. Um and, you know, we know what happened next. You know, didn't take long for uh, young Anthony Joshua to, to win it from Charles Martin, if you recall. Yeah, so he's probably not going to be overly bothered if the IBF belt isn't, a, isn't on the line. So the balls in Usyk's court, if you were Alexander Usyk, would you bin the IBF belt? I'm not sure I'd bin it. Um, I would negotiate with them and say, you know, look, this fight's being made. Can we have an extension? But if there's no movement from the IBF yeah yeah I think he bins it and he fights Fury because it's a massive fight for him it's a legacy defining fight for him and should he beat Fury and he's not the favorite of course um it's a massive massive moment for him he, go he gains legendary status by doing that okay and uh, just lastly to close off um saw a post from Lawrence Acoli on Instagram yesterday and the situation with Acoli um, and Matram and his management 258 has been going on for a while. Uh, he hasn't said anything actually in terms of interviews and stuff, but he's on his social media, he's been 
you know, quietly talking about it uh, for a while now. Um, what is your understanding about what is going on with Lawrence Okola and his promotional contract with Matram? Well, I think it's a nasty divorce with, with Eddie Hearn. They're saying, I believe, I believe it's down to how many fights left on his contract. I think he believes he's out of the contract. I think they believe there's still a fight or whatever it is on the contract. I think Matrim are claiming they will lose money if he leaves. And they've invested a lot in him, but he's not happy with it. And he wants to get out and he wants to do his own thing. This has been going on since about May. I mean, there's been hints, hasn't there, on social media. They've definitely fallen out. Um, and Lawrence is is kind of, you know, he, he he's he's putting out there that he feels like he, he he's on a, I don't want to say a slave contract because that's not right, but it's that feeling of, and I don't mean slave in the true sense of the word. Um, as a boxer, he feels a bit pinned down by what they want at the moment. He's not happy with two five eight management. I don't think. And I just think he wants to go his own way. And he's reached that level where he wants to push on himself. It's a very unfortunate situation because, you know, they were they were like great buddies, weren't they? Mm. Uh, he and 258 and Joshua. And um, I just think he's unhappy with everyone that's managing him uh, because he hasn't had what he wanted. Um, and, you know, he's a guy that wants to unify or make undisputed the cruiserweight division and then move on up. And as he's saying, three weights in his post, obviously means bridger and heavyweight. He's definitely big enough to fight at heavyweight. Once all these giant heavyweights are gone, I, you know, he's got a chance. He's very hard to hit. Um, and he's got a very big punch that probably will carry up to heavyweight. You know, it's always unfortunate. It's all, it always comes down to money, why promoters and boxers split. And this is no different to tons of situations in the past. And I just think he feels hard done by. From the outside looking in, of course, Eddie's delivered him a world title shot, which Lawrence then bagged in the ring. He's bought him a Rolex. So, as I said, from the outside looking in, it looks like that partnership with Lawrence and Eddie was very good and everything was going well. So I know you talk about money is what's happened here. Do you have any more understanding about what's actually gone on between Akoli and, and Matram? Well, look, fuck a Rolex, yeah? That doesn't mean anything. Fuck a Rolex. It's all about... Um, a, a route map to um, legacy-defining wealth in the future. Eddie Hearn doesn't fight for him. Lawrence Acoli puts his brain and his body on the line. So it's what's in the interest of him that counts. He's the warrior. Eddie Hearn can just move on to his next fighter. Um, so, um, and he's got many, hasn't he? You know, he's got a huge stable. I don't think I can reveal all the things that I know right now because I spoke to Lawrence in confidence and we haven't, he hasn't kind of said, let's do an interview and publish. He just reached out to me and said, I'm not happy with the situation. I mean, I want you to know the situation I'm in. And I think I can reveal, I've revealed as much as I can without, um, without spoiling anything for both sides. But I do think they are in a legal case together and he's not happy about it. And he's very frustrated. Um, and, um, you know, it probably will be resolved in court over an agreement. Otherwise, he's going to have to, to, to fight with Matchroom. And they're, well, they're, going, they're arguing over contracts. That's what they're arguing, contract and, and where it stands right now. We want, well, we want him out in action, simple as. No, that's fair enough. That's, if you do know and, and you can't say, I saw Lawrence in Dubai and we were about to do an interview, but he said legally at the moment it's probably best not for... Him exactly. to do like that's that. why I can't say anymore. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I can't say anymore. I don't want to jeopardize 
anything for for any of the guys, you know. Uh, but I am going to be catching up with Eddie Hearn in the next week. Obviously, we've got the Dillian White fight week next week. I've organised to speak to Eddie. I'm trying to talk to him about Conor Ben's situation. He said he doesn't want to talk about that at the moment. There's things going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's about time we had all that. You know I'm on this. I'm not like a dog with a bone, but it's something that hasn't gone away yet and that we need some kind of resolution and uh, and to see where that case has got to anyway, at the very least. Yeah, and uh, just to point out, Lawrence did say that he is going to come out soon and, and talk about everything, so he will do that. Anyways, Gareth, appreciate your time and insight to things, and uh, I will see you soon, hopefully, all right? I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light, yeah. Relationships are not my forte. You see if someone grabbed up my wife and saying, completely different ball game. I'll walk away from it and this has been like a therapy session. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.